Welcome again to It Doesn't Take a Genius, conversation with introspective perspectives and pithy points of view. Here are your hosts, my friends, Max and Marty. I think that's Mark and Mike. Yeah, whatever. Ramsey! Marshall, I, I have some, some show notes here that tell me right off the bat, the first thing we're going to do is tell a Disney story. So I assume that is your story. I believe you misspoke. I believe you have a show note. <laughs> <laughs> if you're it would be, right. It would be very uncharacteristic of us to have more than one note. <laughs> yeah, this is a fairly, <laughs> fairly unofficial operation. That is true. That is true. We hope you admire the spontaneity and the authenticity uh, of our podcast. And several other buzzwords. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. We'll just <laughs> sprinkle those in and level set the team. So... Uh, yeah, so it's many years ago, and I wish I knew how many, but I don't do years. But it was a long time ago. My daughter was little, and this is when people went to the movie theater, and mm. that tells you how long ago it was. And <laughs> my my wife and my daughter and I were driving to the theater, and my daughter wanted to see the movie, and my wife's about halfway to the theater. My wife says, "What are we going to see?" And I said, I don't know. It's a Disney picture. <laughs> so, so that's all I, you need to know. Yeah. What, and what do I know? Right. So what if it's a Disney animated picture? What yeah. what are some of the things I, I, I know before I get there that, or, that I expect to see once I get there? Yeah, I, I would say uh, quality, uh, you know, uh, oriented toward children as the audience, but but good enough that adults are watching too yep yep there's going to be probably fantastic music yeah uh, above average animation and most importantly the parents will die <laughs> very important every disney movie you must kill one or both parents that's how fairy tales work mike so that you know we, that's how we kick things off and so <laughs> as the parent i'm driving and lo and behold Really, I hadn't, I hadn't heard of it. I didn't know. Uh, the movie was Frozen. Oh, okay. Elsa and Anna and Sven and Olaf. Yeah. And uh, we sang the songs in our house for the next 18 months. Yes. And they just, you know, we couldn't let it go. So, right. <laughs> you were going to say it or I was. Go ahead. Yeah, somebody <laughs> had to do it. So, but, but the reality is, because I am, my wife calls me cheap. Uh -huh. I prefer the word frugal. Yes, yes. However, for me to get in the car and drive to a place to spend money <laughs> with no idea what it was I was going to see yeah. speaks to the power of a brand. Yeah. Because I knew it was Disney and I yeah. knew it was Disney animation, I was willing to get in the car, drive, pay, you know, 20 bucks a head for, for, for tickets, popcorn, and assorted snacks and beverages, and do so willingly, having no idea what it was, but based solely upon my belief that this brand will not let me down. Yeah, there's a, a little bit of a guarantee um, with that brand. There's a, there's a brand promise, as they say. Oh, definitely, definitely. And that brings us to our background. Ta da! So, so you go first, Mike. Oh, thanks, thanks. Yeah, the uh, what we have here is uh, is one of my favorite scenes from The Big Lebowski. Yes, the dude. 
And so the dude gets some sage advice at the beginning and end of the film uh, from Sam Elliott. So yes. uh, one of my favorite films, just kind of an oddball, strange film that I probably never would have watched, except it was associated with the Coen brothers. Right, right. And I am in a similar vein. Um, I will. Uh, can you tell from from me just keeping my head right where I'm at, what this is? Well, you're Oops. definitely, you know, the usual pictures I see of you in a lineup. That looks <laughs> <Right>. familiar. <laughs> like, Here, I'll move my head. Ah, Nicholas Cage. There's our yes. good friend Nicholas Cage. He's turning to the right in a moment. And uh, is, uh, actually, that's probably right when he was about to propose in uh, Raising Arizona. A phenomenal, heartwarming, uh, hilarious, quirky uh, I could go on and on about all the attributes of this film that uh, the Coen brothers continued to repeat again and again and again in many exciting ways. It's it, it's like Pixar, right? Like you just know it's going to have some elements that are just exactly uh, exactly right. Uh, they they will live up to the promise that uh, has been set as a high bar before by the films that came before it. So there's another example of, of a brand. Oh, definitely, definitely. And it's one of those, you can't really explain their movies. Yeah. I, don't know, I don't know how they get them made because if you know you have to pitch the movie and when you pitch the movie, I'm sure there's executives going, what? Oh, sure. <laughs> like, yeah, what? what? There's a bum you know, yeah. wandering around LA <laughs> yeah. with John Goodman. Yeah. Yeah, just... Yeah, let's redo Homer's Odyssey. Right. So it'll be in the old south with it'll escaped convicts. Right. <laughs> that sounds great. And there'll be a lot of folk music. Right. <laughs> I say we throw a hundred million at it. Yeah. Right. You know, so so the studios, right? They they, they the same thing, right? They they look at the Cohen brothers, they look at Pixar, they look at Disney and say, all right, I'm gonna bankroll this, even if I don't quite understand it because that it's associated with this brand this brand has been successful yeah yeah and, and this plays out uh not just for um you know sort of big enterprises but even on a smaller scale because i would argue that all three of the gentlemen that we have on the uh you know uh, wallpapers behind us are they they have very distinct personal brands S sam elliott probably having the most distinct of the three uh, you you know if you see a Sam Elliott movie that you're probably going to get a, a, a gravelly voiced sensitive macho. It's not typecasting because all of his characters are different. Go see Prancer, phenomenal performance in Prancer as the dad. Um, but but there's a there's a certain gravity that he's going to bring to the screen, and and the same with these with these other characters. They're they're known quantities there's a promise that comes with uh the, the brand behind them to some degree oh yeah yeah sam made roadhouse seem like cinematic shakespeare yeah like <laughs> this that, is a serious movie <laughs> yeah this is there's some life lessons in this <laughs> sam's here so yeah yeah and that's that's a tough movie to do that with that's so, a very tough movie yeah, to do that. very very tough oh. So, so yeah, thinking about, yeah, bringing this back home, yeah. right, the, the stores we work with, the, the businesses that we work with, right, what's your brand? And, and the, what's interesting, somebody told me this a long time ago, you, the brand is not what you say it is. 
The yeah. brand is what your what your client, your customers say it is. Right. It's their perception. Yeah. And so you may create that perception, but if you tell them it's something different, the actions will speak louder than the words. Yeah. I, well, and there it is, right? The actions speak louder than the words. Um, you know, you you may have a, a billboard on one end of town, and you may have a web ad that pops up on my phone, and I hear what you're telling me, and I'm experiencing these things. But then I'm going to go actually experience whatever your product or service is directly. And that's going to overshadow anything I see on the billboard. In fact, the billboard may become the butt of jokes for a community. Um, I won't I won't mention names, but I can think of about five around me that have become, you know, local memes because of the heavy ads uh, that are played by this particular lawyer or what have you. Um, and and it's it's almost like a joke in and of itself, right? That's what we think about. Um, but that's because that's what we experience. It's not what you tell us. It's what what you show us and what we actually experience with it. Oh yeah, yeah. To hammer that point home. Oh, so you, okay. We we live that close to each other that that actually. Oh, yeah. well, no, there's an inside he, joke. Okay, he's, he's gone nationwide. Has he really? Uh, oh yeah, he's uh, well, parts of the country I travel to. <laughs> Is that right? I didn't know that. So, so to me, the, 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 the greatest example of this is I've been on the phone. I've been on hold for countless minutes, maybe hours. Yeah. And there's a recording that says, your call is important to us. Yeah, right. I'm like, no. Yeah, it no, probably isn't. No, if it was important, you'd be talking to me. Yeah, right. <laughs> you're, you're, you're telling me this. But the fact that you have an automated phone system and I've been on a perpetual hold tells me that, yeah, your words are meaningless yeah. at this point. So, so my example of that, and it's actually one of the very first episodes we ever had, Mike, we talked about my local uh, coffee shop, uh, Purdy's Coffee Company. And, you know, just it, it was just it was just stunning. You know, over the course of the pandemic, they were able to open back up their brand new drive through at their brand new second location. And that drive-through kept them afloat for, I don't know, like a year, right? Like, I mean, it was just months and months and months where the community just kept lining up around that drive-through. Why? Because they had been so consistently delivering the message that we actually care about getting the coffee right and giving you a good experience. And, and what did they do? And you pointed it out when I showed you some of the pictures on the podcast episode. But you know, when you pulled up to the drive-through, there was a sign opposite of the window that only the people who were pulling up to the drive-thru could see and it said you are loved that was the brand promise right that was the brand promise and and delivered consistently over and over and over and over and over again by all of their people i mean it just they, they so rarely didn't display that level of care and empathy it was it was uh, just stunning to the community and they showed up Oh, that's a, that's amazing, and 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 you see them living that brand promise. Right, the words the, were meaningless if yeah, they yeah. hadn't been doing it all along. Think how many businesses, if they put that sign up, people would <laughs> fall on the floor laughing. Right, right? they'd be holding their sides, <laughs> laying on the ground, just laughing because it is so not true. Right. As a sidebar, I think Purdy's Coffee Shop should be our first corporate sponsor. <laughs> You could just, you know, casually lift the cup 
you know, during the during the podcast. That's what's I, I you know, this is like the second free advertising they've had on our podcast, but I know I've used their mug many times in episodes. So yeah, oh, God bless them. It's time. It's time for us to take the next leap. <laughs> so so one of the ways you can tell if your brand has value is if you took the name of your company, your department, your store, or whatever, and you put it on an on an object. Yeah. Would the would that object's value stay the same, go down, or go up? Yeah. And, and you see this with all great brands. You can take an, an ordinary or an ordinary bag, uh, right? And you put Rolex on the side of it. Yep. That bag is immensely worth more money. Right. right? Maybe it, maybe it's not even a name, right? If all you have to do is see the uh, the Tiffany's, the the Robin's egg blue box with the white ribbon. Yep. It could be dirt, but it's <laughs> Tiffany dirt, and it's worth more than right. just regular dirt. Yep. And so, so if if you know that's the test. If I put my brand name on it, would the would the value of that thing go up? If so, your brand value is high. If not, then you may have some work to do. Okay, so that's the litmus test question. What's the application question here, Mike? Just uh, to to wrap us up, um, you know, what what do I do to uh, to to start working on that brand and and elevate it to a higher level? Well, I think first thing that you want to do is is ask your people, right? Mm-hmm. What what's most important around here? Yep. What matters to us? One of my favorite questions on this is is tell me about a time when you were most proud of our business, yeah. our organization, our department, our team. Yeah. And then you listen to those stories. From those stories, your brand promise will become enunciated. And you'll mm. start to hear elements of that. And then the question becomes, what did you do every single day to live that promise? Mm. What did we do that, 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 that reinforced the promise? What did we do today that detracted from that promise? Mm-hmm. You know, I, we talk about the importance of people. And, and if you think hiring is scary, think about this. Every single person that you hire either adds to your brand or yeah. detracts from your brand. Yep. So when, when you say yes and you shake that person's hand, this person is either going to make the brand more valuable or less yeah. valuable. They are now officially part of the brand. Yep. They're part of the brand. They now represent the brand. Yep. If you made a great choice and you provide great coaching, great training, great accountability, this person has a chance to make the brand even more powerful. Love that. Love yep. that. Okay, so um, brands, it turns out, are important. If you put your brand on something, does it raise the value of it or not? And what are you doing to... Uh, I went completely blank. Uh, what did you do to? That's that's a super brand that I just had, the brand yes. of forgetfulness. But luckily, we're here. Uh, yeah, this is yeah, a two-way what are you street. Doing, what are you doing? What are you doing that that supports the brand that that shows that you live the brand? And then what are you doing that detracts? Yeah, that this no longer aligns with who we said we wanted to be and who we proclaim that we are. Okay. And so just looking at that. And so today, did I do something that reinforced the brand? Today, did I do something that detracted from the brand? Perfect. That could be the question you ask yourself at the conclusion of every single day. 
Yeah, literally every interaction, every phone call, every client experience, that's a that's a game changer. Definitely, definitely. All right. And uh, let's see what our man of constant sorrow announcer <laughs> has to say about this episode. And that's it. Join us next time when you'll hear Mike say, well, I'm sure he'll say something pithy. Don't miss it. Next time, it doesn't take a genius. That's good enough.